Well, hello and welcome once again to another Phoenix Talk Radio, the voice of the rise. I'm your host, Andrew Burkham, and I'm here once again to bring you all the news and views from the art scene in California's Central Valley. I have here with me today uh, local legend. Can I say local legend? Is that okay? I don't know. I don't I don't feel comfortable with being a legend. No? Necessarily. Okay. All right. Local man about town. And my personal hero. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Talk about setting unrealistic expectations. <laughs> I'm here with Jim Core today. And we are here to talk about uh, something new and exciting that's coming to Merced and specifically here to the Mac. We're recording, in fact, live at the Mac here today. So if you get a little bit of construction noise in the background, please forgive that. We've got some exciting renovations going on downtown yeah. here. Pretty cool. I like them. I think they're both uh, both projects are uh, very very cool, and should really help to uh, reinvigorate this side of town. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think yeah. so, and I hope so. It's it's nice that it's happening right here around the Mac, which is where we spend a lot of our time, uh, because you know it's it's an area of town that previously maybe didn't get the kind of the best of the highlights. You know, the, it didn't have the best visibility, and so some of this, I think, is gonna is going to not only reinvigorate the area, but also bring some some really great attention here to the uh, the multicultural arts center. Yeah, for That'd sure. Cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but what we're here to talk about today is your next project, and this is something that is it's a project that will be here at the Mac. That's uh, and it's a little something. What's it? Uh, what's it called, Jim? We're calling it Central Valley Squares. Central Valley Squares. So this is um, this is about a bunch of hepcats and the who are the protagonists of this piece, right? And then the squares being the uh, being the th- their obstacle as they try uh, to get freedom from the man. That's what this that's what this one's about, right? Right. That, that was what we were originally oh. going to do. Oh, okay. Uh, this one is actually um, a game show. Yeah. Based off of the old uh, Hollywood Squares. Yeah, that's game awesome. show. That is uh, super cool. Now, it, it, first question for you is Hollywood Squares. It's not still on the air. It is not. Okay. Although it has uh, a long history, I did a little bit of research yeah. before I got here, and um, they had a pilot episode in 1965. Which uh, I always think of the host as being the, the great Peter Marshall. Yeah, right. Who was on for many years. But they did a pilot show, and the host was Burt Parks, who was best known for being the host of the Miss America pageant for many years. Oh, yes, yes. Kind of had that interesting, sort of had that chucky, <laughs> here they are, the great. Almost sounds like Harry Carey, the know, right? Cubs announcer. <laughs> That's awesome. Miss America. <laughs> And you can launch right into Harry Carey, who was the Cubs uh, announcer. Yeah. Uh, so you start off with, with Burt Parks. So you start out with Burt Parks going, here they are, the greatest and lightest. And then you get into Harry Carey, the, the announcer of the Chicago Cubs. This is terrific. <laughs> no, yes. so he was, he was the first host. Peter Marshall was then brought in for the very first episode in 1966. And he was on until... 1981, so he had a 15-year like run on the show, and probably best known when they had Rosemary yeah. and Maury Amsterdam and Charlie Weaver in the bottom mm-hmm. left, and then, of course, the late, great Paul Lind ah, yes. in, in the middle square ah. with all of, his, uh, all of his shenanigans. And then what I didn't realize, okay. Andrew, yes. is that in, they brought it back in 86, 
86 to 89, there was a, 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 re, a, a excuse me, from 83 to 84, there was a brief <laughs> season, and the host was John Bauman, also known as John Bowser, from Shanana. Yeah. What? I don't... I. This was 83, 84. 83, 84. Yeah, I didn't, huh. uh, I didn't know that. And then in 86 to 89, they brought in John Davidson. Right. Clean cut, handsome devil, John Davidson. Yeah. And then finally in 98, Tom Bergeron came in. Who's okay. probably today best known for the host of uh, Dancing with the Stars. Yes, yes, absolutely. And then he also was doing um, America's Funniest Home Videos for oh. a number of years. Was he, he was, was he post-Saget? Post-Saget. He came in, and now I think he's left, and now it's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the guy who does the, the Carlton dance, Carl, whatever that guy oh. is. Yeah, what is that guy's name? I don't know. The Fresh Prince kid, though. Yeah, somebody's, yeah. somebody's shouting at their, somebody's shouting at us right now saying, it's, well, it's, it's fine. It, you know what, if you, and if you have the answer to that question, you can go ahead and tweet us at, uh, at Phoenix Podcast, or at Podcast Phoenix, rather, on Twitter, and just go ahead and hashtag that Carlton dance. And uh, yeah, who's, we who's the actor? Response. Who's the actor? I, I, don't can't re- I can't remember. It's it's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't. He was in, uh, gosh, he was in some celebrity reality show recently. Maybe it was the uh, the worst cooks thing mm. that they have, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and maybe of where where I saw him. But he's uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's quite a guy. He will forever be known as Carlton, though. I he's think that no matter where he goes, he'll always be Carlton to me. And then as as I was also doing some research, Andrew, I I saw. In 1969, they did a a, sequ- a a show called The Storybook Squares. Hmm. And I remember this because I was about seven years old at that time. Right. And so the celebrities would dress up as fairy tale characters, historical figures, and it was kids were the contestants. Really? Yeah, and they would go through the same, same style with the tic-tac-toe game format and so forth. But, you know, you had uh, Rosemary dressed up as uh, Little Bo Peep and, <laughs> you know, I don't know. How have I never heard of this? I don't know. It was, only, it was only a season, so... That's insane. Storybook squares. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're basing we're basing our our show on that on the on the Hollywood Squares show, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll have nine celebrities from around the Central Valley, and we're playing uh, three Saturdays, April twenty seventh, May fourth, May eleventh, seven o'clock at the Mac, and yeah. should be fun. And I'm hosting. I'm hosting. I know. Yeah. So you're hosting. So which is is awesome. I think you're you're well suited for this, but you're also. Uh, I mean, this was. This is kind of a, a a baby of yours. You're you, you know you've also been in, involved uh, heavily with the the production. What uh, t- talk to me about the genesis of of Central Valley Squares? What you know what what kind of late night uh, smoke filled room did this come out of? Uh, great question. I don't know whether it was anything like that, but I know that uh, I was involved in the Saboteur mm-hmm. show, and uh, you know I watched him do. Uh, Family Feud mm-hmm. over Playhouse a few times, and it's always I've just always been one of one of the ideas, and I don't know. Lately, I've been people have been telling me I look like uh, Drew Carey, so maybe that's what maybe that's what started it all. There you go. Yeah. So well, maybe I should be doing a game show. <laughs> so it started in that, and we thought we were thinking about some of the shows that we could do, mm-hmm. and uh, having the Hollywood Squares type of show is uh, kind of fun. Yeah, it it seems like a lot of fun, and it's different. You know, you you see a, kind of a lot. Of, I feel like you see a lot of the family feuds and the, uh, the kind of the Jeopardy clones or things like that. And even what you know, what Phoenix has done with Saboteur and things like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of the, kind of those 
types of reality game shows, but this is this is something that's kind of go, going back to an older time. Right. It's kind of a vintage thing. What? So when you go out to populate, you know, your squares with your celebrities, what you know, what kind of people did you go looking for? Well, you know, it's the old story. I looked for a lot of people. I asked a lot of people, and many of many folks declined politely. <laughs> They're like, eh, it's not really my thing, or I don't know if I want to do that. I, I, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. So back in the day when they were doing the show, they would have a television screen right below where the celebrity was sitting, right. and they would be looking at a screen that had various choices, including mm-hmm. a funny answer. Right. So that if you were a celebrity that wanted to give that funny answer to the question, you could do that, or you could just go right to one of the three choices. Now, they, they didn't know which answer was correct, uh-huh. but of course, the idea of the show is for the celebrity to give an answer that might either be the answer, if they really want to convince the contestant, hey, I, I, I knew this because I, you know, I grew up with Andrew Burkham, and I know that, you know, he used to work at... Uh, you know, he was in the seminary or whatever, you know, whatever that. So you can give the answer and really convince them or you can give a funny answer or you can just go with what you think might be the answer and, and do what's called as a bluff. Hmm. So in our version, we're not we don't have television screens. Right. We're going much more low tech, but we're going to have a stack of the questions on there. Uh-huh. And so when the when the celebrities ask the question, they'll see the question below is a funny answer. And they have three choices to make as their answer to Tell the contestant, and the contestant says, "I either disagree or agree." Uh-huh. And based on that, they either get the X or the O up on the up on the screen. And then it's the uh, it's the tic tac toe game, right? Tic tac toe game, yeah, right. Three in a row, up and down, diagonally. Yeah. So, uh, are you, surely we're not going to have the uh, we're going to have people on different levels, right? Yeah, right. They have that big yeah the monstrosity. big the big set. How are we, how are we going to uh, how are we going to accomplish well, that? We're using using what we have. We're we're staying intentionally low tech. Yeah. Just because we're using you know what we have available to us at the max. So we're using uh-huh. risers. Cool. And okay. the celebrities will be sitting. Okay. Uh, there and uh, have an opportunity to put up an X or an O, and we may even incorporate a, a television screen up on the. Mm-hmm. That, that the audience can then like see. Like a projection. Projection yeah. of some mm-hmm. kind to show where the X's and O's are. Neat. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be, um, I think people have a good time. And of course, the whole thing is a fundraiser mm-hmm. for the Mac, yeah. which uh, makes it even better. This place is uh, kind of a kind of a gem when you think about oh, it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have been to it, but a lot of people don't even know it's here. Right. And if they do know, they've never been inside. But right. I think it's one of these places that once you walk in, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to believe that you're here. Yeah. Because there's so much going on, so much great stuff. Colton Dennis has done a great job of reinvigorating things and providing art exhibits and special events. And, you know, we were here yesterday for a rehearsal mm-hmm. for Mamma Mia, and there was a birthday party going on in the lobby. And <laughs> you, typically there's other things going on. A new art exhibit is just leaving. Another one's coming in. Mm-hmm. So lots of, lots of cool stuff going on here. And, um, you know, they can use all the all the help and funding they can get. 
Definitely. And it's, you know, it's one of our, uh, with the Phoenix Creative Collective, it's one of our favorite uh, arts organizations here in town. And so I know that we're excited to be able to support them any way that we can. They've been so generous with the space that they've given to us. You just talked about rehearsal space, but also we've been able to do classes. I'm doing a class right now in conjunction with the MAC. Uh, that's on Thursday nights. That's an adult acting class. And so they're just so open to anything that brings art uh, and creativity to the area that, yeah, they're they're an organization that needs all the support we can get for them. So how exciting to have something like this that's not only a great support, but is going to be really entertaining at the same time. Yeah, I hope so. I yeah. hope it will be. I think it's going to be. Do now? Are you are you, are you able? Is it top secret? Or are you able to tease any of your uh, celebrities? Oh that sure. You have? Oh, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a secret at this point. Um, Travis Walsh is going to be our warm up guy. Nice. Going to be great. Travis Very good. is a is a local uh, celebrity in his own right. Yes. And then our contestants for the first episode on April twenty seventh, Manuel Alvarez from the Greater Merced Chamber of Commerce. Right. Uh, versus Jeremy Martinez from United Way. Oh, all right. So they're going to be battling it out on uh, April 27th. On May 4th, we have Bernadette Mello yeah. from UC Merced mm-hmm. versus Carmen Moreno from Merced College. Yes. So a little college battle oh, there. And then right. the, uh, the, final episode, the final episode, the final game is uh, still to be determined. We're still working on uh, a couple. We have... Uh, one contestant, and then we're working on the second one. So we should know more of that uh, as time goes on. Now, all of the, all of what you just mentioned, they're all organizations that are here in town that also are, are huge supporters of the arts. Are, so are the, the contestants playing on behalf of their organization, or are they just, they just playing on behalf of themselves? It's really, uh, they're playing as a fundraiser for the overall group. So cool. we are, uh, we are going to be awarding a prize. I just delivered uh, tickets, pre-sale mm-hmm. tickets to those four that I mentioned, right? And to the contestant who sells the most tickets mm-hmm. for their particular episode, we have a little prize we're going to give out at oh. the end on that final uh, May eleventh. Awesome gig, yeah. So it, to that point, Jim, if I wanted to get a hold of tickets for, you know, to come and see Central Valley Squares, how, how would I go about doing that? Well, the four contestants I just mentioned, they're. Pre-selling tickets, so mm-hmm. if you know one of them, you can certainly buy for those dates. Okay. Uh, Manuel and Jeremy have the tickets for April 27th. Bernadette and Carmen have the ones for May 4th. But I think getting them at the door is the way to to do it. You just show up. Mm-hmm. It's open seating. Tickets are five bucks. Uh, awesome. Easy peasy. It's on a it's on a Saturday night at seven o'clock. So we're hoping, you know, it's not going to be a late night, which I also was kind of pushing for I, right I, I, think, I think it's fun but i just certainly don't want it to start at seven and end at 11 or something this is not a no this is this is not central valley squares meets uh, les mis or something it's uh, it should be fun and i think what we're planning on doing is the, the first the first game we play is would be versus in this case manuel and jeremy and then the second one, we're going to pull people from the audience to be contestants oh how fun yeah for the so we'll have a short intermission and we'll come back and we'll have our other uh Oh. Audience member contestants. That's cool. So if I so if you were to come to the uh, to come to the show, you you might have an opportunity to play the game. As exactly. Well. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that is super cool. Now, is this being? Uh, do you know? Because you may not. Do you know? Are we recording this as well? Is this going to be? Is this going to be live cast in any way? I don't know the answer to that either. I don't either. It's a, it's a great. It's a great question. Yeah. It, it 
It might be fun to do that. It might be. So that's something I'll have to look into because that's something frequently that I that I get to do is is uh, kind of take charge of the live casts. I know that we have some we have some restrictions around you know uh, what kind of Wi-Fi and things we can sure. get here at the Mac. But that being said, if there's any way for us to get this out in live or even in post recorded yeah. form, I, I think we'll definitely we'll definitely look seems, into seems it. Seems to me that during Saboteur, your daughter was live streaming the show. Yes, I think that's correct. Yeah, my daughter is a huge fan of Saboteur. <laughs> Even to this day, she was great. She sat through. I think that thing went on for at least two hours, maybe a little bit more, like fifteen hours. I think it was. And she sat, just fixated on the whole thing, and was as patient as she could possibly be. And it was just something to behold. Yeah. And your daughter's how old? Uh, She's five. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, she's got more patience than some. some adults. That is true. Yeah. It's funny because when I, the other day I was reading the description of this at home and I was reading it out, you know, out loud to, to patients, my wife and Serenity was there in the room. And I said, you know, from the people who brought you saboteur and she's like, what saboteurs going on? What? Well, can I go? I'm like, no, this is something different. She's like, ah, can I go to that? So I'm sure she's, uh, she'll be excited to come and see it. Well, it's in that you bring up a good point too, because I think that although some of the questions and answers might be a little Naughty, right? There's nothing that's going to be unsuitable for kids. Got so it. I think it's a fun family event. Any double entendres, I think, will go right over the heads of good. young people, and I don't think it will harm them. Well, that's good. And I mean, you know what? Because we talk a lot about we talk a lot about family friendly entertainment, mm-hmm. right? And that doesn't necessarily just mean you know that it's built for kids, right? You know, when you and I were growing up in the you know sometime in the last century uh the entertainment that we watched when we were kids was we watched this right i mean we watched we watched hollywood squares we did and there's going back there's tons of content in that that wouldn't have been appropriate if we could understand it that's right uh but you know it's what we watched we watched it with our parents nobody blinked an eye and so i think there's something to be said for that for providing entertainment that works at multiple levels i think so yeah i think so even though you and i are what are we about 10 years difference I think that's about right. You said you were. I'm I'm, I'm 56 right now. I'm 44. Yeah. So, so we're yeah about 10 uh, yeah. 10 12 years apart. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we used to watch we used to watch Hollywood Squares even junior high school. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thought it was funny. Paul Lind, of course, was always hilarious riffing on the crazy stuff. Oh my gosh. Uh, so who's who's your Paul Lind? Our Paul Lind in the center square is Alfred Day. Oh, that's appropriate. Alfred Day. He's uh, he, he doesn't live in uh, Merced any longer. But he grew up here, mm-hmm. and um, he's a funny guy. So he's gonna be he's gonna be really strong. We're really excited to have him. Other uh, celebrities in there. We got Kate Jackson, who's, oh, uh, who's yeah. an artist uh, yeah. here. Debbie Fierro <laughs> uh, will be there. She'll be good. Somebody you might know, Diane Kaur. I've heard of her. She's fabulous. Close to me. Yeah. Uh, Dave Luna from the uh, radio station. Yes. Karen Heidelbach. All right. Uh, Madison Mitchell and Larry Mitchell are going to share a square. Oh, boy. Yeah, father and daughter thing going on. Oh, that'll be something else. Colton. We just saw Colton as we were walking in. He's going to be a square. Mm -hmm. Love that guy. You might know Rob Hypes. I've heard of him. Yeah. I've heard of him. He's... uh, He's going to be a square. Hub Walsh, he's yeah. a former supervisor. Great guy. Cool. So uh, another thing, other people I haven't mentioned necessarily, I'm not going down, my, I'm just sort of looking at my list. Uh, Chris Machado and Enrique Vega, mm-hmm. they're going to be uh, they're going to be taking up two squares. They're, Very fun. 
their uh, husband team, and um, Sean O'Hearn. He was at Saboteur. Yeah. yeah. Davin Sonnen. He was at Saboteur. <laughs> He's going to be there. Sandy Hay. Oh, boy. Leisha Bulky. Yeah. Kat Schindler. Yes. Val Reyes. You know Val. You I know, know Val. Val. Yeah, yeah. Stacy Arancibio. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's a that's a great group. I mean, everybody that you just mentioned has uh, the potential to really make some mayhem happen. I think so. <laughs> I think so. And some of the sometimes when I was talking to some folks, they were like, eh, you know, I'd tell them about the show, and mm-hmm. you know, do you want to be a celebrity panelist? And they're like, well, I'm really funny. And I go, you don't you don't have to be funny. It's okay. <laughs> so you'd be oh, you know, somebody else I just added to the to the list recently is Dave Elam. Really? Dave Elam's going to be there. Oh, boy. Yeah, man. Wow. He's going to be sort of our version of Charlie Weaver, I think. Y- yes. I can see that. <laughs> Charlie Weaver. That was back in the day when oh. actors had personas that they would play. Yeah. Because clearly Charlie Weaver was playing a character called right. Charlie Weaver. And because his uh, his real name was Cliff Arquette. Oh, I didn't know that. And his... Uh, Gosh, I'm going to probably mess this up so you can dial in and tell us that we're wrong on this. But David Arquette, the actor, yeah, right. is related to Cliff Arquette. It's either his grandfather or his father. No kidding. Sure. How yeah. funny. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Huh. My mind is filled with uh, useless useless trivia. That's the best kind of trivia. Yeah. I don't know what other kind you'd yeah. want it to be I can't, filled with. I can't remember my phone number, but no. I can remember that Charlie Weaver's real name <laughs> is Cliff Arquette. <laughs> That's great. Uh, it seems to me you had an, an anecdote yesterday when we were talking briefly about uh, the uh, was it the first host of the show? Yeah, we were talking just a bit ago about Burt Parks. Yeah, he was the first host. And he was the host of Miss America. That was actually that just happened, oh. that happened just now. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. No, I was. And, I'm teasing. Yes, whose whose name was not the name that was one oh, of the hosts? Oh, yes, yeah. of course. I'm. I was just giving you a hard time. No, 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 no. Peter, I, I, Peter Marshall. Marshall. Peter Marshall. Marshall okay. Uh, also took on a stage name, mm-hmm. and his uh, his real name was Peter Lecoq. Yes, Peter Lecoq. L a c o c q, I mm-hmm. believe is how it was spelled. And uh, you know, he he's another another one of these people who was in the business for a number of years. He's best known for being the host of Hollywood Squares, but he's on Broadway, mm-hmm. had film credits. He changed his name to Marshall because he went to Marshall University. Right. So he chose uh, he chose that as his uh, as his last name as his stage name, and um, yeah. So he had a son uh, who was a major league baseball player mm-hmm. for the Chicago Cubs and the Kansas City Royals, and he used to he would go by Pete Lecoq. Pete Lecoq. So the sports announcers always you know <laughs> always had fun with that. How could coming they to the plate <laughs> is Pete Lecoq? <laughs> yeah, Pete Lecoq's having a great year, isn't he? <laughs> He played for the Cubs, so I'm sure Harry Carey was announcing. Oh, yes. Here he comes. <laughs> Pete Lecoq is having a great game. Oh, man. that uh, I, I, don't even, I don't even do a Harry Carey impression. It's okay. You don't have to. You know, that's... That's perfect. I don't, I don't know that it is. It's perfect. Any Cubs fans want to... You can rate me on that. Yeah, so you can tweet... One, uh, you one can to ten. Tweet us at, uh, at Podcast Phoenix, and you can hashtag that. Jim's Harry Carey. Jim's Harry Carey impression. Impression, right. <laughs> well, what else What else should we know? Anything else we should know? Did, About the Central Valley anything? Squares? Yeah. I, think, I think we got it, man. I think we got the dates for mm-hmm. everybody, how to get your tickets. Right. Let's let's plug, just to camp this off, let's let's 
plug that out one more time. Yeah, absolutely. What are the dates? They're all on Saturdays. Saturday, April 27th. Saturday, May 4th. And Saturday, May 11th. 7 o'clock at the MAC. Tickets are available at the door and they're five bucks. Amazing. What else can you do for five bucks anymore? It, no, you, you I mean, nothing. You certainly can't go to a movie for you five cannot. bucks. You absolutely cannot. Uh, so, you know what? If you're listening to this, get out and see Central Valley Squares here at the MAC. $5 only. You just heard the dates. They'll be in the show notes. You can find them on Facebook. There are event pages for Central Valley Squares. It's very easy to find. If you're having trouble for some reason, just send me an email at info at phoenixtherise. We'll also have the information on phoenixtherise.com, which is our official website. And I'm sure you can find it on the, the Max website as well. Jim, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thanks, man. It's been great having you on. Love it. We should do it again. See you soon. Absolutely. Well, I think that does it for this week, but thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Talk Radio. Phoenix Talk Radio is a production of the Phoenix Podcast Network. The Phoenix Podcast Network can be found online, Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at phoenixpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. And as you know, the Phoenix Podcast Network is an affiliate of the Phoenix Creative Collective. Uh, You can find the Phoenix Creative Collective online, again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want to go on the social medias. We also have our very own website, phoenixtherise.com, and you can email us at info at phoenixtherise.com. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We look forward to seeing you in our next artistic endeavor. Now, before I talk to you again, get out there and make or at least experience some art.